listening to the Eccentric Section Podcast with your hosts Breezy Getem and Jody Bro. What's up, Joe? Yo, what's going on, brother? You know what I mean? We got to come back and get that fucking... Oh, yeah. Get pulled real quick with the copyright. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we cut this shit off. All right. Welcome back to the Eccentric Section Podcast. I think this is episode number five. Uh, I'm your host, Breezy Getem. My co-host here, Jody Bro. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Shit, not much, man. You know, I would say it. You know, same shit, different day, but it's fucking pretty fucking crazy today, actually. Oh, yeah, dog. So we're recording this on Wednesday. Uh... We already chopped up the interview and everything, got it all basically ready to go. And we were just trying to wait to see if anything kind of crazy would happen within the world. And as you can all see, we don't know who our president is yet. And nor do we really want to be like a political platform. And we definitely basically want to make this as an outlet to like get the fuck away from that and focus on wrestling and focus on having fun and just a good time, no matter what side of the fence you're on. We, we figured we'd just kind of like bullshit about a couple of things, bro. Uh, we Did you see that video of our man Tito Orich posted? Him and Joey Moses? So I did see it, but what, ha- what, what happens, man? Ex- explain it for everyone. Like I, think, I think my man might have to insert himself into some kind of match. And me and you were kind of bullshitting on the, on the low. And I, bro, I feel like somebody in that high stakes title match might go missing beforehand or he might just insert himself in the match. And I'm just kind of curious to see if that does happen, bro. I feel like, does he take that title or is he just kind of doing Joey Moses' dirty work and then Joey Moses, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, bro? Like, I come don't in know about that, man, because he's, he's a mystery to me, bro, you know? They both kind of are, bro. Like, Joey Moses For comes in and does his thing, bro, but like... Honestly, like, we still haven't seen that much. We, we just know my man is a pimp, bro. He's rolling around with Oh, him. yeah. With the, the Louis and the Gucci's and the, the Versace's, you know what I'm saying? And got, yeah, got the briefcase of the, he got the bag essentially, you know what I'm saying? I don't have much of like a, like a prediction on like what, you know, like what's going on with him, you know? Like, yeah, it's all, it's like a, it's a big mystery for me, bro. Like I know Tito has been fucking just cleaning house, whatever he gets his hands on, you oh, know? Yeah. So Jesus Christ, I don't know if they get involved in the high stakes title match, those guys might have a problem. That's what I'm saying, dog. And and we're just saying that on 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 some guessing shit. And right. Obviously, we haven't had a podcast in a minute. And the last time we did some predictions was the uh, Super Indie Show. And boy, were we fucking wrong. Oh, I was terrible. On pretty much all accounts, you know what I'm saying? So no we could doubt. be saying this, bro, and nothing happened. We could just maybe get a promo video during the show for all we know. But I like to think, like, I'm a big fan of Tito and Joey Moses. Yeah. I think he inserts himself in that match. Honestly, I could see him inserting himself in anything just to make make shit pop. And I still want RC obviously to walk out with the title. But oh yeah, no doubt. It's been a while. I haven't seen RC live in a few shows now for me personally, so I'm excited to see him. Yeah, for sure, for sure, bro. Yeah, that I forgot you haven't been to the last. Yeah, I've shows, huh? the, la- the past two live ones, I believe I didn't make it to. So well, I'm excited. I'm excited to make it to this one. Perfect little segue to it. Anybody that hasn't been to a show, now it's time to go back to a show because there's still still tickets on sale for IWC Homecoming returning to court time. And we're back Center. at court time. I forgot. While we were even saying this, I completely forgot that we're going to – I'm not going to be outside. You know, I'm going to be yeah. back in court time. Warm, dude, that's exciting. Up, you know what I'm saying? Dude, no, oh, dude it's exciting <laughs> to be back. Oh, shit. And, and if you don't got tickets or tickets aren't available by the time you hear this or if the show's already over or whenever you hear this, uh, make sure you check out the IWC Network. But – uh. But yeah, fuck it. Enough of us bullshitting, bro. Let's get into this interview with our guest, A1, Anthony Young. I definitely hope to have him back, bro. He was a great interview, and uh, I, I definitely want to see him uh, tear Angelic up this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. You're just going right at Angelic like right that. Right at that, bro. Yeah, all right. I, yeah, no, I'm excited to see A1 in action again, bro. He uh, he definitely puts on a good show, and he put on a, he put on a good interview. He was cool to talk to. Definitely won't, won't mind having him back on, if he wants to, for sure. Yeah, for sure, if he wants to. But uh, yeah, enough of us bullshitting. Let's get to the But yeah, man, you said you were playing some video games. Indeed. What you? What you? What were you playing, brother? Uh, I play on be a show. I was playing two K though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I feel it. I feel it. Uh, who's your team? 
see, it's like I like the Mavericks now, but I, I was a Steve Nash fan growing up, so the Suns. Okay, I got you. Place. Okay, I haven't played it in a minute, bro. But I always played whoever yeah. Carmelo Anthony was on. I was him, bro, and like you'd see the final score at the end of the game and he'd have like 97 points because I just made sure he got all the buckets the entire <laughs> game. Uh, anyway, on the show today, we got A1 Anthony Young. He's just letting us know a little bit about his – uh, he's dribbling on people on 2K. Oh, yeah. Uh, how was your Halloween, bro? Did you dress up as anything? No, I did not. I sat at home and relaxed for like the first weekend and who knows how long. Nice, nice. Did you get to enjoy any costumes coming to your house? Like, uh, did Ho Nasty come and get some uh, candy from your house? No, surprisingly, like, a lot of people don't trick-or-treat on my street because, like, yeah. my street's kind of, like, away from everything. But I did see that on Facebook. And <laughs> Disgusting. I think me and Buck are going to have to have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit yeah, was gross, but I love him. That's my man. <laughs> to get things started, though, like, tell tell the fans and everything, like, let's get to know who you really are, bro. Like, who who is A1 Anthony Young? Like, tell, tell us a little bit about, like, growing up and – uh your influences and like how do you discovered wrestling like let us know uh my earliest memory of wrestling let me see i was about like four or five probably because nice, that was the nice. time period but uh like i was just watching tv with my dad and like i actually like looked at the tv i don't know what i was doing i was four i was probably playing with some toys or whatever right, but right. i just like look up and i see like jeff hardy chris jericho and like that four-way tlc tag match on that was on raw so yeah, it was fire. I remember exactly what you're talking about, bro. Yeah, that was a very nice introduction to wrestling for me. Looking back at it now, with you training to become a wrestler and all that, did did that in, that match itself influence you? Kind of, but like I don't, not really. I don't really do like much with ladders or like tables or anything or like weapons for that say. But I mean, I'm open to it. But after that, like glimpse of wrestling, I didn't really actually see any more wrestling until like 2006. I think okay. when uh, Degeneration X reformed the A1 in your name. If I'm if I'm correct, it stands for always first, correct? At first, it was just number one, Anthony Young, and like eventually, like fans start calling me A One, so just started like I was like I'll just take this and run with it, and then okay. I was like after so long, I have to come up with something of my own to put meaning to it. So with professional wrestling and indie wrestling, what was your introduction to like independent wrestling and IWC and and training? Uh, IWC, I I really don't remember how I discovered independent wrestling i mean i've seen i'm pretty sure i've seen like videos like viral videos like growing up and whatnot of it but like my first iwc show i think was the royal valley rumble in 2017 and then like i think the first match i saw was chris Lurso with uh bulk nasty versus darren denaro so it was a handicap match or a triple threat oh no that was never the time bulk was managing Lurso. Oh, okay, okay. Like they were doing like a tag team thing. I, I'm assuming he was managing that night. Uh, yeah, I think I think that was before my time though. Yeah, because Bulk Nasty was on his own doing his own thing as soon as I came around. After that, I'm I think like I didn't go to the very next show, but I went to Winner Takes All, and that was uh the one where Palace wrestled Larusso, not Larusso, uh Wardlow. My bad. Ended up becoming the heavyweight champion. That match was insane, by the way. That's awesome. Do you remember who won that match? Palace. I remember distinctively him hitting a hernia driver on the exposed wood to get the pen. Oh, shit. All right. Might have to go back and watch that match. Yeah, so, like, when did you know? Like, after you watched, you know, you went to a couple IWC shows. When did you know you're like, dude, I want to trade? Like, it's time. I mean, I don't really think it was necessarily going to an IWC show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train. Uh, I remember WrestleMania 28 I went to in Florida. And it was, like, The Rock versus John Cena. Like, that Mm. whole, like, big match. Yeah, yeah. And it was, like... The Rock's from Miami, and it's like, I'm from Pittsburgh. So, like, obviously, IWC's based in Pittsburgh. It was, like, obviously, it was his first match back, so that's going to be a reaction either way. But it was, like, whenever The Rock gets on the apron and hits his pose, like, that, like, just being, like, I think it was, like, 14, just hearing, like, the entire yeah. stadium, like, cheer, like, that was just, like, mind-blowing to me. I was, like, that's something, like, I want. Oh, yeah, man. I can understand. And, like, I was, like, looking at places to train, right. like, a couple years later for IWC. And, like, I stumbled upon them. And I was, like, hey, I'll go to a couple of shows, see if, right. like, it's a good idea. And, like, I was, like, I like what they're doing. Like, I feel like it'd be a good fit. And I started training there. So tell us a little bit about the training experience, being that we're from the outside looking in. I mean, not to pull back the curtain too much, but what was training like? Uh, It was, like, it was kind of a grind. It was, like, oh, it was. it's, like, it's more so like an internal like reflection on yourself. You have to like think like how bad do I like want this? The tryout yeah. was very tough. But like after so long, it was like training got easier and easier. Like the more my body got used to it. I commonly hear comparisons to you and Ricochet. And I'm pretty sure a lot of it is the whole springboard into the taunt. And uh, I was wondering, does he have any major influence on your wrestling style or your character? That's actually pretty funny you say that because... <laughs> Everybody compares me to Ricochet, especially because of that. But 
the real like origin of that is Will Ospreay. I, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys know who that is. Or yeah. Not, he, yeah. So I like. So it had nothing time. to do with Ricochet to begin with. No. That's awesome. Like, I mean, there was a couple like things I saw Ricochet do. I was like, that's kind of cool. But like most of the stuff, like I've like took and made my own was kind of like based off like Will Ospreay. With him being one of them, who else has been your influences in professional wrestling as far as character building and your move sets? Probably Ricochet, I would say to an extent, but like that's not what was intended. So I'd probably say like maybe like Will Ospreay, uh, Brian Kendrick, and a little Noam Dar. I feel like Brian Kendrick doesn't get nearly as much credit for a lot of the things he's mm-hmm. brought to professional wrestling, whether it's training people or being influential or I, I feel like he's probably one of the most underrated wrestlers in the yeah, last like 20 years i also feel like that's like most like not most but like that's kind of how it goes sometimes the ones that don't get enough credit are like the ones that do a lot yeah 100 percent, dude with your uh springboard rko or cutter I, i've always wondered bro what 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 is the official name that you have for it i was actually thinking this not too long ago i think it was winner takes all i finally decided on the prince's bow oh okay that's official. Ooh, That's just hard. I do like that. I like that. Now that 2020 is basically coming to a halt and professional wrestling, IWC has basically been the front runner as far as getting shows back and running in Pittsburgh. Uh, we're obviously going to have the end of the year awards because I'd say there's been enough shows to crown people with their correct titles. Uh, do you think you have front running for a lack of terms? Do you think you should be the winner of rookie of the year this year? There's a couple of people I know that have been deserving of it too, but like I've, I feel like I've made a pretty good case myself, but that's not for me to decide. You've heard me on the previous podcast. I put you up there on a pedestal as far as out of all the rookies that came out of this class, I think you're by far the most impressive. And yeah, no uh, doubt I agree. And then the fact, too, that you actually got the main event a match on your yeah, rookie bro. year with Atticus and uh, Johnny Patch for the Super Indie title. How, how, what was that experience like? That match was wild. Like, even hearing that got announced – I think that was the show I was supposed to wrestle Angelic on actually the first time. But uh, I think we put into pushing that back due to something. And that match became that. I mean, like Atticus and Johnny Patch were like kind of like butting heads a lot. So I was like, they're probably going to do something. And then next thing you know, I just see like my face thrown on like the match graphic. And it's like, I was like, holy shit. Oh, I like look down and sees TLC. I was like, Am I like in a video game or something or like <laughs> real? Speaking of Angelic and that, now you're coming off of a loss with Spencer Slade, who's been on somewhat of a hot streak, and he's going to be up against Brian Pillman Jr. for the same super indie title that you were in that triple threat with. But uh, now you got your hands full with Angelic this time around. Uh, how do you feel about going into that match, coming off of a loss, and what are you going to do to get back on track and make your game plan coming out of that match with a W? Uh, I mean, the fact that I lost last show, I mean, I don't really hold that too near to heart. I feel like once, like, a match is done, you kind of, like, put that behind you and focus on the next one. So, yeah. I've, like, one of my trainers always said, like, your most important match is your next match. And I've always, like, like once I, like, understood what that meant, I'm, like, that's completely true. But Angelic is definitely, like, definitely kind of strange. Like, I'm still not too, like, sure of what Angelic is. But also, right. the fact that I've had to wrestle him a couple of times over a few months, like, or been like in the ring with him at least. Right, right. I kind of knew what like to expect to an extent, but not completely. I feel like I'm better prepared now than I would have been in July. For sure, for sure. Uh, I actually asked you this question in a private message. Uh, I'm covered head to toe in tattoos and that, and uh, I always wondered what some of your ink represented. And I, for the people listening, I he has an M tattooed on his like his forearm basically, and I actually thought it was the Miami Marlins like. M logo, you know, and uh, you told me it was the Maroon Five logo. So uh, tell yeah. me a little bit about that. What, what, what influenced you to get that tattoo and your other ink? Tell me a little bit about this. Uh, well, it's funny you thought that was uh, Miami Marlins. Like people have thought that's been like the Marlins, my like actual last name, or mom, or even <laughs> Marvel. I've heard like it's, <laughs> like I didn't think people like. I mean. Obviously, I would say Marine 5 kind of is like a niche, like the people that listen to them. But like, I didn't really think like it'd be so like outlandish for people to assume that. But yeah, they're uh, they're probably my top five bands. But like my entire right arm, like I only have two tattoos on it so far because, you know, money's a thing. Okay. But, I feel that, bro. I'm poor as hell because of it all the time. <laughs> Eventually, like, I want like my left arm to be like basically whatever I want it to be. But I want my right arm to be like more music based or like music artists i listen to like songs okay, that really yeah, impacted yeah. me and stuff that's awesome 
What's the icon on your chest symbolize? It's kind of funny because all my friends and it annoys the hell out of me. All of my friends think it's because of that Jaden Smith song. Because like I guess the timing that I got it around. But like in reality, like I see like the world is like a thing. You can either let the world affect you or you can affect the world. And like I got that to like remind me like to whatever I do to like try to like leave an impact on the world in whichever way that could be. Like it's a tattoo where people always get tattoos that have meaning to them. Yeah. It's like I want to give like this tattoo a meaning. I like that. I like that. That's awesome. There's actually been a couple tattoos like that where I'll get them and there's no significant meaning. And it's like weird because later on after I've had them and it could be two, three years down the road, I'll look at them and I'm like, this has meaning now. And it it had no initial Mm. initial meaning when I got it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. All right, Joe, you got some questions, right? Actually, something that caught my attention. You mentioned that you're not really like a tables or a ladders guy, but Dude, I'm telling you, I seen this clip though of you putting Chase Gold through that table. Oh yeah. Uh he's <laughs> think supp- you he's might be. To, yeah, he's supposed yeah, he's supposed to be in the high stakes title match, but after seeing that dude, I don't know. How did that I didn't get to actually watch the match, dude. How did that match turn out? Like what happened after that? Oh, it was wild. Was it dude? I I actually need to watch it. After yeah, I seen that, that I was like, I I need to watch this, yeah. That whole two PW show, the way they set that up was actually kind of awesome. It kind of reminded yeah. me of like that old uh like the Hardy Wyatt compound matches and that because of the way it was outside and like dark and yeah, now that shit ghoulish good. Halloween style. Like how, how was it wrestling outside at night and all that? I mean, I wrestled outside during the day and like right. the, the first super indie title match, like the not first one I had the second one, the triple threat, that match was like absolute hell. Like that was probably like the hottest I've ever been. Oh, like, I can only imagine <laughs> dude. laying down on the mat. I was like, I felt like I was on like a frying pan. I woke Jeez. up the next morning with a sunburn all over my back and shoulders. Fuck, bro. But, uh, like the more events we did outside, like they were at different times and stuff, so yeah. that it wasn't as bad. Plus, like the months got later and later. But like wrestling outside at night, it's like weird because like I don't like bugs at all. And like <laughs> you know, like there were lights, like outside lights, bugs, yeah. moss, all that. Oh, like, I was like, oh yeah, dude, uh, everywhere. <laughs> but like surprisingly, it wasn't. Oh man, it was yeah, just like I, weird wrestling yeah, outside. I have to go back and watch that for sure. I, I wish I would have watched it before this, but yeah, I I know I just seen that clip the other day and I was like, oh fuck, dude, that was vicious. Have you have you heard any more from Two PW on what what their plans are going forward through uh, the pandemic? I'm not completely sure on what they're doing. I would hope they're doing something because right. that's something I'd like to inquire about. But yeah, I guess only time's gonna tell. For sure, we definitely want to see you see more of you there as well oh, yeah. as IWC. If you don't mind, though, we'd actually like to go through the card with you too because we were gonna do our own pre-show prediction. But uh, we'd actually like to hear your input on a lot of these matches as well. Sounds good. Yeah, I was wondering Sweet. when you guys asked me to do the podcast, I was like, you guys only oh, usually do a podcast like the week of the show. And I was like, so I guess like I'm probably going to be on the prediction show. And I guess I was right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, we've been on a, a hiatus for a little bit too long, no too. No doubt, no doubt. I mean, you, you even came up to me and was like, bro, what's up with the show? Like, come on. <laughs> Pretty much almost kicked us in the gear, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And that definitely kicked us in the ass for the fact no that doubt, like, no I doubt. had just bought a house and at the end of the day, bro, there's no excuse. We need to get back in gear. And then you saying that shit kind of influenced it and sparked it back up. So uh, we definitely appreciate you uh, kicking us in the ass and getting yeah, shit rolling. Sometimes all you need. Yeah, bro. That's for sure. But uh, this Saturday, November 7th, uh, IWC Homecomings returning back to Court Time Sports Center. Uh, we're going to go over this card with A1 Anthony Young. Let's start out with uh, the culmination versus Alexander Apollo and Hardcore Hammer Time. Who do you guys mm. got in this match? And let me just say, Corbin is going to be back. And uh, it's been a while since I've seen him, you know what I mean, since I've seen, in, seen him in action. So I'm fucking excited, dude. Oh, I'm excited that we get to talk. This is the first match, so I get to get it, get it off my chest first, dude. And every time we see the culmination, you know, you fucking put me on to everything, bro. So, uh, so I won't hear. I won't fa- I'm not going to fucking fanboy too much about them. Let's just go and let's say this. Alexander Apollo, like, dude, I, the, the one outside show we were at, he got the greatest reaction, dude. I, I can just – I just remember his reaction. So – and he's if that keep... would have been in court time too, that would have been nuts. Dude, yes. The, the and sound would have been he's condensed. He's teaming up with Hardcore Hammer Time. And you know we love some Jamie Jameson and some Dan- and some Hooven. You know what I mean? Dude, that's a I can't really pick. I can't pick a winner on that. All I can do is say I'm gonna be fucking screaming, like for that match, bro. <laughs> like that's all I can say is like I'm gonna be losing. It's the first match. I'm gonna have no fucking voice after it. Period. I got culmination easy. That's that's my pick. Who you got, A1? Uh see, I don't know. It's like I've seen what Alexander's been doing. I've seen yeah. what Hardcore Hammer Time's been no doing. Doubt. But at the same time, my first match was against the culmination. Right. So 
I know I know what they're capable of, so I don't know. Something about you guys, you guys gotta pick somebody, but you don't wanna pick nobody. You know, I want no listen, I wanna see the culmination when they're okay, let's say their culmination is I wanna see them win that. I'm just saying it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real I'm excited for that fucking opening match, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. Last time uh Remy said it's not over with Paula. Who knows what that could mean, especially no. the culmination. For sure. I'm I'm Plus, definitely excited for this. Also, Atticus has been gone for a while, so that he might has. actually play into something. So I think I think we might be seeing him as well, but let's move on to the next match and we'll see if he gets brought up later. Uh, we got Sam Adonis versus Cool Carter, mm. who, respectably, I, I like I said, I think you have been Rookie of the Year, but I think he is right on your tail. No, bro, no, he is possibly he is. the next dude. A one, dude, them two in a match together, that would be some, that would be sick, bro. That would be a good fucking match. But what do you fucking... think about that? You said no, no tables, ladders, and chairs. What about a? Rookie of the Year winner in a in a ladder match. You guys gotta get that get that title. Oh shit! I, I can't. That'd be wild. That would be a good match. <laughs> that shit would be fun. Wow. Oh so, man. Who do you guys got in this match then? I got so, Carter pulling yeah, up. Go ahead. What you guys got? All right. Man, do you want to call it really an upset though? I mean, I understand that like Sam Adonis is like you. You definitely put me on to him. You know what I mean? So I I know a little bit more, but man, I don't know how much of like what it, is it really an upset? Because like there's. To me, like, there's not really, like, a face or a heel in this match. You know what I mean? So, uh, what ha- um, with Cool Carter's last match, I don't mean to, like, uh, drag it on, but what, what was his last match that, was he, that he was in? Uh, it was Winner Takes yeah, All. Yeah, Winner Takes All. That was against, uh, was that against uh, Chris LaRusso? Oh, no, that shit. That was Baseball. That was Baseball. Baseball. I remember that. I remember that. All right. But you know what? Yeah, because I would like to see Cool Carter take that. How about you, A1? Who you got? Probably Adonis. Uh, yeah. I'll take anything away from Cole because we've trained together. I know what he's capable of and whatnot, like you said, potential rookie of the year too. Right. But at the same time, I feel like Adonis obviously is the experience. Yeah, yeah, 100%. World traveled. I feel like somehow Adonis can just pull off a victory against this. Either way it goes, I think that match is definitely going to yeah, be I see... one of the most underrated matches on the court yeah, that could yeah, turn out to be one be. of the best. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I, yeah, no doubt. All right, so we got the high-stakes title mm-hmm. match next. We got the, uh, the defending champ, our guy, R.C. Dupree. Uh, Chase Gold, who might not be there after A1, potentially put him in the hospital. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> put, Sean, put A1, yeah, A1 might take my replacement. <laughs> Sean Phoenix, who's replacing Mambo Italiano. Just double book him. Johnny Patch, uh, Jace Carr, and Philip Archer. So uh, the, and and has the I don't think the stipulation has been announced yet. No, I, I'm sure that at yet, the show. Yeah. No doubt, you know RC. Fucking, but bro, so the first thing I do want to say is to take nothing away from Mambo because I would have loved to see Mambo, you know what I mean? You know me, I'm a Mambo fan. But dude, whenever they put Sean Phoenix in that match, I got fucking excited, dude. Yeah. Uh, like, I know it's a little it's a little nerve-wracking, like, watching him get out there sometimes and, like, still, you know what I mean? Still, like, do his fucking thing. He's the fucking man. But dude, I seen him, I seen him put him on the card and I was, I was excited, bro. You know what I mean? I, that just boosted that match. Like a lot, like something yeah. about putting him in that match, like just did it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh yeah. shit, dude. I feel a big part of that is being that we've seen RC and Mambo going back and forth yeah. so much oh, recently. True. I feel like a new face in the match is dude, definitely. It, my... and, it, and that was the, like probably the greatest face. They, like, I don't know why, but something about it. Like that was the greatest person. Like, yeah, dude, I was excited. Well, to be honest with you, not to take anything away from the next match we're going over uh-huh. and not to to be boosting up our guest here, but actually, yeah, yeah. I would actually like to see A1 in that match. Oh, bro, are you kidding? 100%. That's why I just said, like, whenever Chase Gold don't shows up, just double book A1, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, for sure. Just, just let him get in there, dude, yeah. So who do you guys got in this match, though? Bro, it's fucking tough. There's a lot of men in that match. So I don't want to get, like, I don't want to get too technical like I do. So, man, like, obviously, Johnny Patch, he ran with the, with the Super Indy title for how long? Was it, did he, was it almost a year? He won it last year at Unbreakable, I think, so that's okay. October. So. That's October. So, probably a month away okay cool my point though is you know he's fucking capable he's super capable of of like you know defending the title like winning and like defending of holding his own pretty much is what i want to say here it's just knowing the stipulation yeah yeah no it is it is but uh, because jace carr uh he's also been on social media like and he really he's been uh what's the word i'm trying to uh, fuck i don't i don't want to fumble what i want to say here but he has a lot of confidence you know what i mean he's had a lot of really good confidence i've seen in a specific post i wish i remembered exactly what he said but uh, fuck, man, that makes me think like you know, that because uh, the high stakes title, you know, it should be for it should be for someone like com- like coming up, want to make make something on themselves, you know what I mean? And he, you know what I mean? He's kind of a new face, so it would make sense, you know what I mean? But then again, that's where I want to say like it makes sense for Chase Gold to maybe fucking win. But I've almost seen a one kill him the other day, so <laughs> I, I I don't even know what to think at this point. Uh, for this match, I see three possibilities. Exactly. I see... But are they the same as mine? Go ahead. <laughs> probably Johnny Patch for being one because, no, no. obviously, he lost the Super Indy title. 
he didn't win his rematch. So I feel like right. that only is going to motivate him more mm-hmm. to try to capture some type of gold. Second possibility being RC because so far we just know it's a six-man scramble, but if it stays that way, then I don't know because obviously his chances are diminished. But right. depending what the stipulation can be, that could be the ace up the sleeve for RC. And lastly, if he makes it to the match, Chase Gold, only no because... I don't think he's making it. <laughs> you put him in right, right to hell. <laughs> That's the thing. I feel like knowing who Chase Gold is, he's kind of... I give him credit for being smart. So somehow, some way, he could keep, stay out of the match for who knows how long, just somehow sneak up last second, still a victory. Who knows? Right, right. But the thing is, dude, RC is also kind of like that. Because I'm pretty sure we've seen RC in a scramble match like this for the high-stakes title. And he, yeah, he, that was, he defended. that was the uh, casino show. I think that, that was like my second or my first show I was ever at. I think it was my second ever show. But I've seen him do this before, you know what I mean? So he's definitely capable of it. I actually really hope the, the, the stipulation is elimination style. Yeah, that would be cool. That way, if RC loses it, it's mm. he lost oh, it shit. on, on his own term. I and hear not, what you're saying, bro. Yeah, yeah. Not... Uh, just say hypothetically, exactly. Phoenix getting pinned by Archer. Right. Gold, I hear you. You know what I mean? Like I hope it's Ooh, to man. wear elimination style. But I got RC coming out as champ still. Hundred percent would love to see him walk out with the belt. How about you guys? What who you guys got? That's yeah. You know, you I want to see. Yeah, of course, baby. You already know. So who do That's you want to win that A one? I picked probably Johnny Patch. Johnny nice. Patch. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. So we're gonna go into the next match, and we already know who A one's gonna pick. He uh he wants Angelic to win. Right. You got you got uh, we got Angelic versus A one. I so definitely bro. actually, and I'm not blowing smoke up our guest no, of course right not. now, but I actually got A one in this. Like I said, I, you've been on a rookie of the year contendership. Right. Uh, definitely, bro. And yeah, because I won't. I'm not gonna take anything away from Angelic because I. I'm definitely like a gory fan. I'm an angelic fan, like 100%. Like, you know what I mean? I fucking love his character. I love whenever he gets in the ring. Like, what he's done with Angelic is fucking awesome, dude. Like, I, that's like when I came to IWC. I think I got to actually see gory. You know, whenever I got there, whenever I first got to IWC, Angelic pretty much just arrived. You know what I mean? And I think that character is fucking badass, dude. Like, I... I, I feel I like was the fucking pandemic amazed, ruined a lot it, of the bro. The it did pre- because that character was going to be so fucking good. And it still is awesome. Like I remember whenever I realized what was happening with his character and it fucking blew my mind. Like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Me and you had the conversation. It's almost yeah. why we started the fucking podcast. If you ask me, bro, is because of the conversation we had about Angelic, like him changing into Angelic. But yeah, bro, I, I think a one dude, he's, he's, you know what I mean? He's, gonna, he's rookie of the year, baby. Like I still, I think he definitely is a contender for rookie of the year. Like you're saying so, but bro, but, Angelic so let's is get so that fucking early prediction. A one, how are you going to put him out? Ooh. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. It's tough. He, he definitely has the experience on me. I dude, won't yeah. say anything about that, but I don't know. It's like, I've studied Gory like in my training. I've, He's actually one of like the top five people I looked up to, Gory, mm. Angelic, whatever. Nice. So, but it's like the thing is like, I know Gory. I don't know Angelic. Right, dude. Right. That's what I mean, bro. And Angelic has like been like, like I don't want to say sneaky or like tricky, but like he's fucking like sneaky. You know, you don't know what the fuck he's gonna really do, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I definitely got a one. We all got a one. Uh, the tag team title match. Ooh. We got the main event coming in against defending champions money shot we got our boy elijah dean and zach nystrom defending that golden what do you think about money shot a1 i don't have a lot of respect for them nice cool cool uh nystrom especially yeah Yeah. oh definitely bro yeah yeah me and him kind of came up together then as we know he turned to the dark side i Mm -hmm. I would say but yeah gold side baby (laughs) the champ baby let's go tme former tag champions they beat the regulators they beat the north uh but the thing is money shots also beat tme so i don't know if that's gonna right, like, play a factor because like in the back of tme's mind they know they can beat them but they know right. they can also lose to them just as easily so yeah i feel this match is gonna go crazy i mean even though we've seen it in different forms i feel right now money money shots still undefeated aren't they I'm uh, pretty sure, dude. yeah yeah so i mean the, the hot streak they've been on and that i mean if if uh, there's a tag team of the year award, right? Because if if there is, they 100 percent deserve it. I oh, mean, no they've been. Doubt, bro. I mean, steak and eggs will probably be up there because oh, of the fan sh- vote. But as far as ability and what they've done for yeah, 2020, money shot definitely is teams. deserving of that. But yes. I definitely, I got money shot walking so out. So, you, uh, you guys, is Dime Piece supposed to be there? Do you know? 
So that almost like that, you know what I mean? That fucking throws a whole wild card. And, you know, if she's at ringside. You can ask fucking... the same thing about Liddy, dog. What if Liddy yeah. turns and starts biting people? Uh, yeah, I guess they could entertain each other, too. So, that, <laughs> that, yeah, that'll kind of fucking even That'll even the odds. You're right, bro. I almost forgot about Liddy. Fuck, man. I got to show some good respect. You? I got to show some fucking respect. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. So, uh, fuck, man. I, the win, to win, though, you know I want to see. I want to see money shots still retain. You know what I mean? They, they're new with the titles. They got to hold on to those bad boys. I think I heard him saying he was going with the main event. Actually, I'm going with Money Shot. As okay, much cool, as I cool. hate to say it. Yeah, there it is. As much as you hate to say that. Okay, you, I, you don't I, hate to I, say I it. You know it feels good coming out. <laughs> you know uh, the Money Shot feels bro, good coming no out. You know what I'm to the main event. Because the main event, the first time I ever seen them, I was like, Jesus Christ, like, am I watching the WWE right now? Like, these guys are fucking insane. Oh, yeah, you know what ready. I mean? They're ready. They're, they're ready as fuck. Are you out of your mind, dude? Like, they're, they're yeah. You can't let Dom hear you say that either because you already know he'll be yeah. like, bro, I was already <laughs> on AEW. So. No, for sure, for sure. His head's going to explode. Yeah, for sure. So who you got then, Joe? If me and him got a money shot, you got money oh, shot? I'll definitely go with money shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want All to see right, them boys retain for sure. Bet. All right, so the next match, we got Bulk Nasty versus Super Hentai. Uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately versus unfortunately. <laughs> our, our, our guy, uh, Thick Vic Braun, pussied out. He didn't uh, want not, no, no smoke with uh, Bulk Nasty. Oh, shit. I don't blame him. Out. I don't blame him either. <laughs> I 100% don't blame him either. We might, he might even come out as hoe nasty. He's still in his fucking uniform, but I'll lose gross. my shit, bro. Yeah, bro. But uh, but this match, Dude. I actually think is gonna go crazy because Bulk Nasty no, was trained by Super Hentai. Oh, bro, yeah. There's so, a lot. I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of respect for this match. Even just like happening just because of that. You know what I mean? So, so who do you guys got going into this match? Uh, Super Hentai all the way. Yeah, bro. That's even what I'm kind of thinking too, man. I, see, I want to go with Super Hentai, but Bulk Nasty. I, Dude, I know. T- we haven't seen him in singles action for a little bit because he's been in this tag. I feel you, bro. I feel you. Like, you almost like expect. Dude, it's just like you expect Bulk to just kind of just really go out there and, like, I don't want to say the same just, time, bro. I see. You know what I'm saying? But I see was the Super Hentai. Dude, I see Super Hentai putting the beast down. You know what yeah. I mean? Bro, yeah. I see him taming the fucking beast. Like, because yeah. that is like his animal kind of. Because he tamed him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or he, he created, not, not created him, but he, he trained him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, bro, I see him taming the fucking beast, dude. So, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely with A1 on that, dude. So, you guys both got Hentai coming dude, out. I got Super w, Hentai huh? now, baby. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I feel okay. like Hentai because uh, I'm not going to say like he went soft, but. I feel like the whole steak and eggs thing was a different route for Bulk Nasty. I yeah. feel like regardless, win or lose against Hentai, that's going to be what Bulk needs to get back on his mm, mainstream. Bro, you're right. It is. For it, sure. it is going to be. It's definitely going to be. 100%. That was definitely ready, well put. I'm ready for it, bro. Yeah, good. Dude, yeah. That's I guess good. I'll go against the grain with you guys. I'm going to... Bulk's coming out with a W. I got Bulk still. <laughs> I still got Bulk. I don't want Bulk to beat hey, me. I'm going to be cheering regardless. Y'all, but... I, I, yeah, I'll probably have to try to duck. I'll probably – he's going to hit me, dude. But still. He's already kicked microphones and shit at my head. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, oh, I definitely shit. got Bulk coming out as the, All right, cool, the victor. Cool. Yeah, but uh, the, we got the, the we got the women's title uh, match next. We mm. got Ray Lynn and Katie Arquette, a match we've seen quite a few times. So, And the outcome's always been different. So – it's honestly anybody's game. It really is. It depends who's going to be at ringside. You know what I mean? You never fucking know. You know what I mean? So who do you guys got coming out as, with the gold? This is like one of the matches of the card. I literally don't know who's going to win. Like, I yeah, can't even. I can't that's how I feel, exactly, bro. It's, it's, bro, exactly. it's been teeter-tottered back and forth yeah. so much. I still want to see Katie get the title back. You know what I mean? Um, I think when I first got, first got to my, my first IWC show, she may have lost it. And Raylan's just been walking around with it ever since, bro. Just. Dis- just disrespecting me whenever I'm cheering for her, you know what I mean? So it's fucking, it's hard. It's hard. So, you know, I got to see Katie win, dude. There's what I would actually like variables of, like that can change. Yeah, that's exactly, bro. No, 100%. What I would actually like to see is being that we've seen Sam Adonis on quite a few cards. Uh-huh. And then him and Ray Lynn, I don't know yeah. if it's like a public, as far as when they wrestle, they're a couple, but in real life they are. And I'd like to see Sam maybe come interfere in that match and have him and her be a thing in IWC and start just, running like her helping him and him yeah, helping her you know what i mean i think that would be, cool. be kind of cool but uh i think i'm gonna go with raylan i think she's gonna Ooh, damn bro and with you saying that that would like give sam like a real place in the card you know what i mean like he would re- like instead of just like kind of having like cool matches like you know what i mean like yeah. he would have like a storyline in the card like yeah bro i fuck with that i really because we've talked about that before but i really fuck with that now that you said that yeah yeah so right. i got raylan coming out of it how do you who you guys got yeah, I want to see, like I said, bro. I want to see Katie win the title for sure. I got double count out. I don't know who's gonna. Oh win. yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet. So we got Big Time versus Big Time next. We got oh, Big Time yeah. Don Murphy <laughs> going up against our guy, Big Time Bill Collier. 
Who you so, guys got in this one? I think I think Don Murphy's gonna come pull so, up. So yeah, I don't see the regulators on the um on the promo poster, but I'm I'm sure they're gonna be there, right? You know, yeah, what that's I mean? why I got yeah. the upset. I'm sure they're gonna be there. But um like Bill Collier's fucking big time. Bill Collier, you know what I mean? That's so like Yeah, fuck. but we got big time deputy. Dude, trust me, Tom I know Murphy, I, I've on. seen big time Don Murphy. You know what Better I mean? Show some respect. Oh, I wouldn't want to step in the ring with him, you know what I mean? I you know you don't want no smoke. No, none. But yeah, man, I I you know what, you, better, you better show some goddamn respect. <laughs> I I think big time Don Murphy just might be winning out. Might be yeah, walking. I got him pulling the W or the yeah the W for sure. Yeah yeah yeah. Who you got a one? You don't want to smoke with the regulators. <laughs> you know who you gotta pick. Uh, I mean, last time I wrestled in a match with Don Murphy, I kicked him right in his nose. So. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and I was on Bill's team, so I oh, I know shit. when you make Bill angry, it's not good. So. Yeah, no doubt. Dude, so he, he's only sticking with Murphy the, the coming out with the victories if Bill forfeits, which everybody in the world probably knows is going to happen. I see Maybe the regulators I'm, getting oh, involved myself. Yeah, I'm seeing disqualification for sure. Regulators get in there and fucking it goes down. Maybe someone comes out and helps Bill. Like who knows if he actually needs it? He could probably fucking you know he he could do his thing. But who knows? I could come knows, help Bill. That's what I'm Maybe, saying. Like you just said, you were fucking you you did just team with him. So that's I'd what like I'm saying. I like to think you know? we're pretty good friends. So. Right. Cool. Cool. Yeah, him and Bog Nasty are both two guys I want to be on their friend side. I don't oh, wanna, yeah. I don't yeah, want no yeah. smoke with either one of them. <laughs> yeah, man, but fuck. Yeah, I think there's going to be some DQ in that for sure. Something. Something's going to happen. For sure. We got uh, the Super Indie title next. Mm. We got Spencer Slade coming in as a challenger against the champion, Brian Pillman Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, we To start this off, I mean, we haven't had any shows since our pre-show for Super Indie, and boy, right. were we fucking wrong on like yeah. all accounts. Oh, yeah. And then... The fact that Atticus wasn't able to be involved in that, right. I think, is going to have a lot to play in this match myself. I think Atticus might show up regardless who wins. I don't Damn, think that's crazy. That This whole time, like, this show's been, like, building up. I haven't even thought about, like, Atticus. Oh, bro, you better. You know, I keep forgetting about it. Better show some respect. I just want to say that button. he's doing a great, that even if it's because of the pandemic or something, he's doing a great job of, like, making me forget that he has the reset button. And that is a good thing. That is a I feel great it's because he's just been all over, bro. So. No, I know. And that, yeah, that's awesome, too. His yeah, IWC awesome. promo, promos get watered down yeah, with him yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just he's been traveling and no doubt bro you are consistently right. wrestling he, he's everywhere. always wrestling yeah no for sure bro. and then uh spencer slade's coming into this with kind of Dude, a chip on his shoulder and it's he, he is iwc and the world versus him basically right. uh so i think he's definitely hungry i, yeah, I, I feel like he like, wanted this match against against johnny patch wasn't he gonna get wasn't he supposed to get it yeah yeah Right, he yeah. was. So he's hung, bro. Yeah, he really wants this match, dude. And uh, they were they were definitely shooting on each other. I don't think that was oh, any. Yeah, dude, no, that was <laughs> those promos shit. So were was, so far. I was so ready for the match to happen after the promo. How did, how did you feel about the A one as a wrestler and being a boy in the back and and seeing seeing them them promos come out? How did you feel about it? I don't. It was weird. I mean, like Spencer, like we said, he's been like this new attitude. It's like I don't know. How to yeah, think of it. right. At the same time, it's like Patch. Like I know he's more so easy easy going, like myself. So to see him get like riled up was kind of like. Like, oh, this is kind of serious now. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's exactly how I felt about it. I was like, it's almost like, it's like, Joe, for instance, you're a fucking stoner, bro. So to see you get, like, riled up or mad, bro, is like a rarity. Or like an yeah, RC yeah. Dupree, bro. Like, I know oh, you don't right, really right. see RC get, like, aggressive. Yeah. But when he has to, he does. But, like, yeah. seeing Johnny Patch flip that switch, bro, and he, that, that shit was intense. And those promos were so fire. But uh, back Dude, to this were, match, man. though, and I don't want to take nothing away from Pillman Jr. No, think, fucking I, not at all. And I even wanted to mention, like, I'm a complete moron for not considering him at all during our last show when we were talking about the Super Indian Tournament. I fucking obviously Pillman was going to win. You know what I mean? Like, I literally smacked myself whenever I watched Super <laughs> Indie. And, he, and, like, he won. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm like a I'm – I'm stupid. You know what I mean? I was like, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so stupid, dude. I, I still stand by my decision on that when I picked Nystrom, bro. I, I, yeah. I just feel Nystrom got caught slipping, bro. I feel Nystrom should have won the fucking Super Indie title. All right, bro. So, I got Brian Pillman Jr. walking yeah, out as champ, Pillman but I don't see him walking oh, – I don't right. see him walking out as champ bro about the fucking reset button yeah. dude Jesus who do you who Christ do you guys got in this match yeah i want to see pillman defend it's going to be a badass match spencer's going to fucking fight dude you know what i mean uh i want to see pillman defend though for sure pillman's going to win but i feel like atticus is going to be there because oh i hope if so. i remember last time pillman before covid i'm pretty sure it was like pillman fighting for the heavyweight title i think and I remember Atticus tried to cash in there and Pillman got involved. So I feel like yeah, Atticus that's exactly where my that is exactly mm-hmm, that's exactly what happened. Let me ask you this then: If Atticus were to cash it in, being that you've been in the ring with him before, 
would you want Atticus to win because you know what you're getting into if you get mm. your shot with that, or would you want Brian Pillman to win? Oh shit, I never thought of that. Uh, I I'd probably want to go against Pillman. Yeah, only because Pillman, I feel like he doesn't know me. I don't know him. We know each other's what we've seen from each other. We don't. We've never actually interacted with each other in the ring. Whereas Atticus, we have. But at the same time, Atticus also has the X factor of the culmination mm. that I do not want to deal with again. Right. Nor do you want to leave with stakes in your forehead. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you might have to definitely show up for a uh, big time if he gets jumped because you might need some extra people in your corner. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think I got Pillman, though. I, so we all got Pillman walking out as champion, yeah, uh, uh, regardless yeah, yeah, of yeah. a cash. Oh, yeah. shit. Regard- okay, okay. Yeah, we're not yeah. Not thinking of the cash. And yeah, I'm saying Pillman. Pillman wins. So that brings us to our main event. The number one contendership, we got Andrew Palace versus Jack Pollock. I actually, I don't know if you, I wouldn't consider this an upset, but I got Andrew Palace coming out as the. Oh, leader, me too. Bro. I feel yeah, like he's too. been hungry for a quite for a, a long time, dude. He's been in the IWC for like for a long fucking time, has he not? Yeah, he dude. Yeah, eight years. Dude, that's insane. He's the fucking man. Like, yeah, he is one person that like, uh, dude. I get excited for him, bro. Like, yeah, like he's fucking dope. Um. Just like a little, some little side shit. I fucking like seen him outside of wrestling once and like fucking fanboyed a little bit in Walmart, dude. And like <laughs> literally was like fumbling for my phone. Like the, literally was trying to take a picture with him. I was like, yo, I'm like, Andy, I'm like, yo, Andy Palace. I'm like, yo, what's good? And, like, bro, he's, he's looking at wrestling figures. Little did he know I was trying to sneak in there to look at wrestling figures too. And like, he hurry up and fucking, he threw it down though. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? And I fucking dap him up. I'm trying to, fumble, I'm trying to get my phone, but I'm fumbling. And he fucking dipped out of there. So he was like, "Hey, man, bro," and he got out of there before I could get the picture, bro. But yo, yeah, <laughs> I always wanted to tell that story, so I'm happy I got to say it here on the podcast now. But yeah, yeah. With all that said, I want to see Palace fucking be number one contender, bro. Yeah, I definitely would like that too. How about you, A1? Who you got coming out of this is Victor? Probably Palace. Uh, I feel like cool, it's his man. time. Yeah, fuck yeah, good shit. Plus, has uh, he held the has he held the um title before the heavyweight title? We're just gonna rewind this interview because I'm pretty sure I said that he beat Wardlow. But oh, yeah. for the for the title, yeah, yeah, yeah dude, that is right. <laughs> he, no, I actually knew that too. All right, bet. I'm messing with you, but <laughs> no. uh, it's funny you have Andrew Palace story because I do too. It's like yeah, okay, I think it was not long after he beat Wardlow, like before, like in that like 2017, 2018, like influx. Yeah, I was at the gym and I just saw him and I was like. I was like my girlfriend at the time. I was like, after the first show, because like, is that Andrew Palace? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I think that's him. It's like it's the that's hair. So it's like that. Like, yeah. no, it's yeah, him. Yeah. I was like, Dude, that's weird. Yeah. That's so funny. I was living with my girlfriend. About like that's the funniest shit. A year and a half later, Andrew Palace is one of the people that trained me. So it was that's just so really fucking weird. awesome, dude. Yeah, I was wondering who trained you too. I, you probably mentioned that earlier in the interview. You know me. I doesn't spaced out doesn't so Palace and Larusso train everybody coming up as of right now? Uh, I definitely knew Larusso did. Yeah. Do you guys think the regulators get involved in this number one contendership match at all? Uh, I don't think so. I, f- I feel like they could. It's a possibility. But at the same time, I feel like Jock being heavyweight champion, I feel like he doesn't care regardless who wins because at the end of the day, he has his squad with him. Yeah, no doubt. I see it more more so coming after the match. I could see them coming out and just beating the right. piss out of both of them. Yeah, especially like if they already like try to do that with and you know with big time. Because uh, I'm I'm definitely expecting that. You know what I mean? So. Do you know if there's tickets still available? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, being that it's only twenty percent, and then I'm sure that like season pass holders hold at least ten percent of that. I, I think, don't know. I still have to buy my ticket, so I hope you, so. <laughs> you got to buy a ticket for it. With somebody's sure. ass, for sure. <laughs> but uh, for anybody that can't go, if tickets are sold out, uh, make sure you check the show out on the IWC network. Uh, like I said, that's coming. Saying sold out yet, so it's looking good. Well, Get your tickets if you haven't already. They're gonna be social distancing and yep, grab tickets. Yeah, yeah, it's all good, man. Yeah, definitely get your tickets, dude. Or buy the IWC Network if you can't come. Oh fuck yeah! What a steal. Yeah, I watched the recent Super Indie on it. I just IWC Network is awesome for sure. It's two more dollars than Netflix. Who wants to watch movies and you can watch wrestling? No doubt, bro. Uh, so we got two more things we want to go over. Oh, three more. As our little oh, cut yeah, off, bro. So we gotta we gotta definitely hype up the ring gear for a minute. Yes, the, dude. Your ring gear has been some of the most official by any any guy on IWC, and like yes, I know bro. I got some some uh, other wrestlers giving me shit about it. Like oh yeah, just gassing them up, but like no, like yeah, bro, that shit's clean, dude. Yeah, yeah your thank ring you, gear is super you. official. Yes, sir. Uh, second off, uh, this is a, a a thing we've pretty much asked every guest from the start. Who's been your uh, wrestling Mount Rushmore? All right. 
first of and all. it doesn't have to be like a based off of who you think's best it's more on a personal level of what are the four that like okay. stick out in your head you know for a minute i was gonna say because like you know i'm only 22 so like history is like the back of my mind and see how many people is that first of all i uh, think four uh I think I say that every time I ask too. Like I, I they're, they're like, how many? And I'm just like, bro. Don't, I don't yeah, know. don't don't ask me how many. Yeah. I think it's four. <laughs> I have no. If you want to add five just for the one time? Go for it. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll do four or five. Cool, cool. So not in any order. I feel like the top five are probably Shawn Michaels, obviously mm. Chris oh. Jericho, oh. Undertaker. Uh, the last two. The last two. I'd probably say The Rock. Be number four. Then number five. This would be your right in spot just in case the architect doesn't feel like carving out that last face. Probably Triple H. Yeah, cool. Because like I can respect all of those. Yeah, fuck yeah. Not only like what Triple H has done like in the ring and whatnot, but like also like behind the scenes, like the NXT, like taking Mm -hmm. over that. But uh a new a new segment we're gonna do. Hopefully we get the podcast up and rolling. You've kicked us back in gear and we can start interviewing people in that. Something we wanted to do to kind of get away from the wrestling thing is do a, a 10 random questions. And it's like this. So this time we just asked 10 random people and got 10 random questions, but probably we'll start putting it on the podcast page and pick the 10 best questions that are super random. But uh, so we're just going to go through these and just give us whatever basically is the first thing that comes to your mind or whatever you think is the most accurate answer. All right. It's like family feud. I, I guess yeah it's just like 10 <laughs> random questions bro because it's like we were thinking about it, it. I'm like, bro, like, yeah like yeah basically yeah like top answer no but uh <laughs> surveyed 300 yeah. people <laughs> yeah exactly but like like i'll start off and you'll, you'll kind of get the gist of it all yeah. so like the first random question we got was what's the most underrated condiment um mustard Ooh, honey mustard, okay. to be exact. Honey mustard? Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you you yeah. lost me at mustard, but honey mustard, you got yeah, me right yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, but who, who doesn't enjoy ran, like catching mustard and just like a hot dog or hamburger from time oh, to fuck time? Fuck you. You got to keep it classic sometimes. Exactly. Uh, so what, what do you think was the greatest thing before sliced bread? Mm. A light bulb. <laughs> fuck yeah. That, that's, mean, a, assuming, that's a great answer. I'm assuming that came first. I would have Wait, how, yeah, I have no yeah, idea. Our history lessons are trash. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but we're just going to go... <laughs> With the light bulb definitely had to be first. If it wasn't, then fucking you were making sandwiches Wait, in the part, dark. And honestly, part of me is really thinking sliced bread just might have been before the light bulb, but I, I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, who's the greatest villain of all time in any any the form? Joker. Shit, let's Period. go, baby. You didn't have to think about it. This, yeah. You know what? This is why he's on the show, baby. This, let's go. This isn't even on the top 10 questions, but being that I'm like a Joker fanatic, who's the best Joker? Heath Ledger. Fuck yeah, you get bonus. I'm cheering you extra hard this time. <laughs> uh, are you a fan of The Office? I've never seen The Office. I've seen like Ooh. one episode and I was like halfway through. I was like, this is not funny. So so you got to remember too, bro. He's 22. He's a little bit younger. A little bit younger. I mean, my favorite TV show is How I Met Your Mother. That's probably the Okay. So, babe, one. you got me on that because I can't get into that. So yeah, straight. I was just going to say I'm the yeah, same you way. really got me on that. Fuck. Um, okay, so what's something on your bucket list? To go out of the country for wrestling yeah Ooh, that'd be awesome is there oh, any anywhere sick. in particular you want to wrestle i really want to wrestle in the united kingdom yeah that'd be dope how about japan you is japan on your oh, list yeah japan's number two okay awesome uh so wait, so your, what is the what is like indie wrestling or wrestling right like like in the uk right you know like right now is there right. like a nice there's a big scene what are they doing like with yeah, yeah you know, like you just know no just like in general like there's like a nice scene over there for wrestling you know what i mean like how japan has their scene you know what i mean uh i feel like well, I'm, I'm I don't know why I feel like, but like watching while I like British wrestling, it's more so like more technical and like storytelling. Yeah, I've never watched it. I'm not familiar at all, so. bro. If you oh. haven't, check yeah, out. You like, guys got to put me on. Dunn, put me for on. instance, bro. Yeah, Pete like Dunn. I know Pete Dunn, but like I only know him because he's like in the, he made it into the WWE. You but know I'm I mean? saying check out his shit like before. Okay. WWE. Yeah, no, that's cool as shit. All right. It's like right, uh, cool. like British wrestling. Like if you guys watch like NXT UK, like they're doing this like. Heritage Cup, like the British right. is a good like that kind of right. example, because like in British wrestling, it's more technical like storytelling, which I feel okay. like sometimes we can stray away from as wrestlers, where it's mm. like, especially over they here, stick to that. Uh, back to the random questions. What yeah, what's your yeah. favorite scary movie? Oh, probably Cabin in the Woods. All right, but yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. But yeah, yeah no doubt, I definitely have seen it. Uh, what was your first job? First job was making sandwiches at Subway Fuck inside yeah. a mall. <laughs> Fuck let's yeah. Go. Dude, what's uh, your, what was your favorite Subway sandwich? 
Uh, Before you fucking ate so much of it that you could never cook <laughs> again. Subway milk. It's turkey. The milk, yeah. And ham. Okay, bet. Uh, does toilet paper go over or under? Over. Yeah, All right, bet. I was going to hang up on you if you said under. <laughs> uh, which dead musician do you think they should make a hologram of next? I feel like they shouldn't because... No, should. No, I said or, I feel or, like yeah, they yeah. shouldn't Right, right, right. Okay. Because as cool as it be, I kind of yeah. like, like... That should, like... Spirits and ghosts freak me the fuck out. So I feel like that'd be very creepy. One, two, because I feel like in a way that's kind of disrespectful. Oh like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like yeah. I saw the Kanye West thing where he brought back his uh, wife's Kim's mom or dad, right? And I was like, that's very. Oh, thoughtful. bro, yeah, my girl told me about that. No, that's weird as fuck, bro. Super weird. Yeah, she appreciated it, obviously, but it's like I feel like that's a nice gesture. Yo, but no, that was that's weird, weird as fuck, bro. You got hooven though, bro. You can get hooven the little ghost hunters and get you out of that situation. You're good. And then, uh, so we got the last question. Then, was what's the best Disney song? Um, I I, I don't know. I'm not really a Disney guy, but if I had to oh. say, I guess it would probably be that Let It Go song from Frozen because I had to watch Frozen like so shit, many times. Shit. I wanted to like just end everything. Yeah, just end it all. <laughs> Damn, the best Disney song that Let It Go was a good fucking song, but man. I like fucking a lot of the soundtrack on Moana's crack. Probably just because my oh, son bro, watches yeah. it all the time. So you, bro, know, you got, can relate. Aaliyah got that shiny. Song. Oh, not yeah. even shiny's crack. Shiny's crack. But, bro, I'm more, more or less like the, um, see the light as it shines from the sea. That's just fire, bro. I can't, <laughs> I can't help myself, boys. Like, I fucking love it, dude. <laughs> I was more of a Cartoon Network kid growing up. Oh, period, bro. No, so was I. So was I. But I, you got I was I, more of a Nickelodeon I respect kid Disney myself. Pixar. Like, like, you know what I mean? I got to respect Disney Pixar. But, yeah, bro, Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. We ain't going to waste any more of your time, bro. We yeah, really appreciate no you doubt, no on, doubt. The, on, the, on the podcast. Worst we hope, no hope to have you again. Uh, thank you for kicking us back in gear and making sure we yes, quit fucking bro. around. Uh, best of luck to you against Angelic. Uh, best of luck thank to you. you. We hope you get you. the Rookie of the Year award because it's oh, well yeah, bro. It is. Uh, like I said, on, on the ring gear alone, on the ring oh, gear yeah. alone. Yeah. yeah. Period, <laughs> if there's a fashion <laughs> award, you might you might be in contending for that. Let's too. go. But uh, <laughs> for everybody listening, like I said, this Saturday, November 7th, Court Time Sports Center, IWC homecoming. They return home. Uh, hopefully the pandemic doesn't shut shit down and uh, – I hope not. Start making this a regular thing again. All right, guys. I appreciate you being on again, A1. Yes, brother. No problem. All right, bro. Peace. Take it easy, man. Till next time. Good night. And always remember, that's 